This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. I do, uh, I do have to say, um, uh, geek pants, um, just in case we do anything, but I, I have, I have some gripes, wrestling-related gripes. Oh. Okay. Uh, have you been following at all on the YouTubes? I, I, I watched a little bit here and there on the YouTubes, yeah, basically just the people I really yeah. care about. Okay, so. Essentially more the women's division these days. Yeah, there's some, there's a lot of good stuff going on with the women's Oh, yeah. Lots. Lots of really good stuff going on with the Not a whole division. lot going on. I mean, Happy Finn's finally going to take on Brock. We know he's going to get squashed. Actually, that, okay, that ties into part oh, of my gripes. But we're going to be airing this after the Rumble. So we know that Finn fought Brock and lost? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so January, the first week of January, yeah. all the McMahons come out. Mm-hmm. And they conduct like a half an hour fucking promo about how they're going to do things differently. Okay? So half an hour promo telling us they're going to do things differently. Yeah. They're acknowledging that the last, they want to make it sound like the last few months have been terrible. Mm. Few it's, years. It's been at least, I'm trying, I was actually doing this, I was trying to remember the last time that I watched Raw. Just Raw. And yeah. it was like. Yeah, that was actually overall a really good show. There was a couple of things I didn't like. Instead of being like, that was largely a fucking garbage show, I liked these things here, that was it. I was trying to remember that. Um, And what bugs me about this part, this is what started to bug me, was that, okay, so like a week before that, they had Seth Rollins come out, do a promo on Baron Corman, and go, the last couple of weeks of TV has been terrible, it's the worst show ever, and it's all your fault. And this bugs me. Not so much that they're b- blaming Baron Corbin. What bugs me is that they're trying to present the fact that they've been having terrible shows as a storyline, as part of a storyline. <laughs> so that already is me going like, yeah, but <sighs> like if you would never mention it or acknowledge it behind the scenes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to have a character come out and go, this show has sucked for the last couple of weeks, months, at least months, we'll say, but okay, couple of weeks, and it's all your fault, Baron Corbin. Like I said, so the fact that they're going like, no, it's part of the story. Yeah. You know? But here's the thing that bothers me. Like, I know that it's it's wrestling, but they want it to be called sports entertainment. Ultimately, they want you to treat this like a TV show or a movie. Okay, they, that's what they want. Mm-hmm. All right, and a good wrestling match is like a good final battle of any movie. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Here's my problem. One of my problems. <laughs> you would never ever have a TV show like uh, The Big Bang Theory, for instance. Big Bang Theory would not go through a rating slump and have one of the characters suddenly just go, "No, no, no guys, relax. It's part of the story." Yeah. Don't worry about the ratings. We're doing this on purpose. We're purposely giving you garbage TV shows every week because we want the ratings to dip. Because when we start giving you good stories and the ratings start to uh, like ascend to peaks you've never seen before, that's all we wanted to do. That's part of the plan, son. You need to relax and chill out because we know what we're doing. We're purposely giving you garbage. Have you ever heard that? 
as Joss Whedon in the entirety of Buffy on Twitter or whatever he was uh, yeah. talking with fans with at that time, did he ever go, hey, I know last season wasn't the greatest, but the reason for that was so that you'll really like this season? No, I don't think he ever said anything like that. I have never read anything that he's responded I, to I, fans, I, but I can tell you with 100% certainty, Kenneth, while yes. I touch your arm gently. Oh, that's very... He never said that to any of his fans. No, no, God never no. once. No, okay? so, so next year could be better. And I'm yeah. not saying never that I it wasn't because I watched Buffy. I just didn't watch Buffy enough on a regularity to actually get invested in the show. To you know, yeah. But like any of the uh, era, okay. Season two always considered to be the highest level for that show. Season three huge drop off. Season four better, but not as good mm -hmm. as season two. Season five. Better, but not as good, you yeah. know? But they never once said, oh, hold on, guys. Season three was terrible because we did it on purpose. It never returned. We no. knew that we were never going to be able to hit the heights of season two. So we said, fuck it. We'll give you the worst fucking season ever. Mm -hmm. And that way, season four, you'll be like, and it was bad. it's a return to form. Yeah. This is the greatest. I mean, it's not as good as the season two ever. So that's gripe number one. Gripe number two is you spend a half an hour telling me things are going to be different. When and three three weeks Raw, later, hold on. When Raw in general, yeah, starts with a thirty minute promo from some sort of wrestler authority figure, and it usually is thirty minutes. So how's that different? Oh, because you got Vince out there, you got Stephanie, you got Shane, and you got Triple H. I said the McMahon's. He's a McMahon. Triple H. I don't care what you say. He's oh, a he married into the family. He was a McMahon before he was banging Stephanie. Yeah. Okay, he was already a McMahon. Okay. Um, Anyway, so that's there's nothing different there, okay? Raw's still terrible. Raw's still fucking terrible. You know why Finn Balor's getting a push? This is why I'm angry. One of the reasons why I'm angry. All Elite Wrestling. Uh, New Japan. Uh -huh. Okay? They want him. Ring of Honor. No, it's not so much that they want him per se. It's that he has options, mm -hmm. okay? Ring of Honor recently paid pop, top dollar for uh, Rush, a wrestler called Rush. They paid top dollar for him. The, like, one of the highest gets that they ever did. So they've got money, mm -hmm. right? They've got a platform for TV and streaming. They had enough money to say, hey, hey, man, don't go to WWE. And he went, sure, I will sign with you guys. Okay? New Japan Pro Wrestling? I don't think Shinsuke Nakamura is going to stick around. Oh, no. I think he's going to run out of his contract, go right back to New Japan, get paid Maybe not as much as WWE is paying him. He'd be a hell of a lot happier. And be home. You know? He yeah. will be like the Shinsuke of NXT where you were like, he doesn't look like your stereotypical wrestler, but he would kick the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. He would literally knee my head off my fucking shoulders and then dance to Michael Jackson. Oh. Now, that's actually one of his inspirations is Michael Jackson. Not after kicking people's heads off, though. No. That we know of. No, that's just part of the new character he came up with. Okay. Okay. Actually, awesome. it's kind of interesting. You know, He's got like a Michael Jackson type of vibe. That's anyways. the whole point. Yeah. So New Japan, what they do is uh, with with wrestlers, they will they'll get them to a certain point, mm -hmm. and then they'll send them off. So they sent him off to Mexico, and in Mexico, like while he was in New Japan, he's like, yeah, I kind of want to do this uh, this thing where like I kind of dress like Michael Jackson, I kind of make weird moves, and they're like, don't do that, you don't 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 fucking do that, don't ever do that because that's stupid. So they shipped him off to Mexico. He did it. Mexico got over huge. <laughs> he got over so huge. So of course, when he came back, he's like, "Yeah, I don't care what you say. I'm doing the thing." And they're like, "No, it's great. It's great. You were right. We were wrong." <laughs> so you know, his stock rose, right? Yeah. Okay. So 
AJ Styles is another one. He's currently in contract negotiations. Mm-hmm. He's getting a renewed push. Why? Because all elite, all elite Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor. And AJ will work any of those places as long as they give him the money. They, oh, give, yeah. him the, they give him the uh, what he's looking for right now. And I don't have facts. I'm just going from, from the internet. But what he's looking for now is the Randy Orton deal. So he's getting paid maybe the same or maybe a little bit more, but he works less dates. So he spends more time at home. The guy's in his mid-40s. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been doing this a long time. Of course he wants to spend more time with his family. Yeah. You know, he wants to bang his wife on the regular. You know? <laughs> but like... Good for you, AJ. Yeah, add a boy. Add a add boy. Add a boy. You know? Uh, so that's why Finn Balor's getting this push. Now, okay. the other thing that's kind of neat, though, is that Brock Lesnar actually requested Balor. Braun is still uh, t- injured enough that they're like, you know, we can't put him in this match. And... The WWE has done a great job of cooling off Braun Strowman so much that as of right now, if he won the belt, people would only really be happy that he took the belt off Brock Lesnar. They wouldn't be like, holy fuck, he did it, he won. They'd be like, okay, great, yeah, awesome. Who are you going to lose it to, Drew McIntyre? They've been cooling him off too. That's another thing I'm pissed off about. So you have Braun Strowman. Who is like your second to Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns gets injured, or he's is sick. He's got to fight his uh, leukemia, yep. which is terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely mean, terrible. And I, I wish him nothing but the best because I've never had any will, ill will for him. No, I mean whether you like a wrestler or not, you don't want anything like that to happen to anyone. No, the saddest part is he was so much over. He was so over when he said I got leukemia. And I gotta yep. go. They were like, "Thank you, Roman." Yeah. Not one person was like, "Good guy." Yeah. But a week ago, they were like, fuck you, die. I hope you die, you piece of shit. Yeah. You know? And I was saying the longest time is, like, sure, he was the weakest wrestler out of all three of them, but he was also, once the split happened, he was also wrestling with the top guys. Yeah. So he was, you know, he wrestled matches with Jericho. He wrestled with Daniel Bryan. He wrestled with Dolph Ziggler. Like, he wrestled with all these top guys so that, like, there's no way he wasn't going to get good. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a three-month, I think... Two or three month run with AJ Styles. You don't wrestle AJ Styles and still go back to being terrible. You get better. But anyway, so he's gone. You got Braun Strowman, but they cooled him off because they wanted to feed Roman Reigns to him. Instead of building them both together, Rollins is another one. They're doing a good job of cooling off. McIntyre, they're cooling off. They're cooling off everybody. Finn Balor, here's the thing Finn Balor, if Finn Balor wrestles Brock Lesnar as the demon, I'm going to hate the match. Really? But the Demon is currently undefeated. Yes. I don't think it's smart to have Brock Lesnar beat the Demon. Just yet. I'm not saying the Demon has to be like Undertaker and never lose. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to lose, it's got to be one of those like, holy shit deals, not, oh, Brock Lesnar just beat him. So Finn Balor wrestles Brock Lesnar and loses, I'm okay with. Because I have a feeling that this match is going to be like Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan, which was recently. That was a really good match. Yeah. That was a really, really good match. Where you still kind of knew that Bryan was going to lose. He knew he was going to lose. Like he there fought was his ass no off. way you thought he was going to win. Yeah. But then, right at the beginning, they did the classic Brock, like throw him around the ring, and then he got nut shotted and totally changed the dynamic of that match. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck, this is great. This is great. It was one of the best matches I've seen Brock Lesnar do in a long time. Okay? My other major gripe is it doesn't matter how much people are shitting their pants over Becky Lynch, which I'm all over. I love this. 
I do think, I will say this, I like that they sat there and said, uh, originally they were like, we'll have her come out and shit on the fans and they'll boo her. And Charlotte will be the baby face, which is what they always want. They always, mm-hmm. they want Charlotte to be the top. They want, it's their Roman Reigns, if you want to. Yeah. Okay? She's not going to knock her. I'm not going to knock her, but that's it. She's a terrible baby face. Yeah, she's awesome as a heel. Her promo work, and he, like, so right away, they have her steal the win, and Becky Lynch has got to go out there and go, yeah, I hate you fans, you guys never back me, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, no, Becky, we love you. We love you. And I love the WWE actually sat there and said, okay, well, let's switch gears. Let's just have her keep doing what she was doing before this stupid promo. Yeah. So now she's the man, and she tells everybody she's awesome, and and she's going to kick the fuck out of everybody. Like, uh, like so called Steve Austin. I'm going to kick the fuck out of you. I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. I'm going to beat you up. Anyway, I don't care. And I love it. I don't like how they're still trying to make it so that Charlotte is the tweener. They're still trying to make her the tweener. Oh, yeah. Because and my big fear is that they're not going to do Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey in some capacity at WrestleMania. They're actually going to make it so that it is Charlotte and Ronda, and they think that people are going to be like, no, that's that's just as good. It's going to be just like having a, trying to do WrestleMania without Daniel Bryan that, mm-hmm. that year when they were like, no, it'll be you know, Batista and Randy Orton. And everyone was like, fuck that. I'm not watching this show. And then they're like, just kidding. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's going to be there. He's going to wrestle Triple H and it'll be Triple Threat with Batista and, and Orton. And it's, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. So we, we, we got you good, you, you idiots, you dumb wrestling marks, you know, but I think that's what they're going to try to do, and it's going to backfire. So that's what it's the two major gripes I have right now, because Becky Lynch is hot, and they're trying their best to keep her cool. They're really trying to cool her off. Yeah. And it's not cool. And I don't understand. I don't like how they do that. Oh, you got over on your own? <laughs> Let's pour some water over that flame. I don't understand the whole concept of only, like, two could be hot at a time. Like, what, what's with the whole cooling? Like, back in the attitude area, Holy shit, there's like at least a dozen guys that were top. I'll do you one and better. You had no idea I will pull be back further. We talk about the attitude era all the time. Um, and yeah, we talk about it because, yes, you had Austin and The Rock at the top. Yeah. Okay? But right immediately underneath that, you also had Triple H. Yeah. You also had Mick Foley. Yep. And you had Kane and yeah. Undertaker and Big Show. Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle. They were all in there. You had like six. Yeah, Jericho and Benoit, Kate guys yeah. that were just underneath that you could sub in at any time. Exactly. Okay, so Austin is no longer feuding with The Rock this month, so we'll have him wrestle Triple H. Yep. And then we'll have The Rock wrestle uh, Benoit. Boom. Yep. You got double man. And you had like, it was hot across the board. It was hot across the board. A lot of the wrestling was a little, wasn't the greatest. Yeah, well. You revisited. But I'll do you one better. The promos were amazing. So before that, you had Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yep. And they were at the absolute top of their game. Who did you have underneath? You had Diesel. Mm-hmm. You had uh, or Sean Waltman, 123Kid. Yep. You had uh, Razor Ramon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and who else? You had you had Undertaker as well? Pretty much every every era. You know? <laughs> and so yeah. you, you still had two top guys, and you had everyone underneath, and you could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Shawn Michaels and... Bart Hart, they're going to feud later on. So in the meantime, Shawn Michaels is going to feud with uh, Psycho Sid, mm-hmm. right? And Bret Hart is going to feud with Hakushi, right? <laughs> Remember that? But you had all these other guys to yep. sub in. The only time, the only other time that you ever had that was, uh, actually three times really, was the Hogan era. They tried with Ultimate Warrior. And if he wasn't a fucking douchebag, 
that would have succeeded. Then it was uh, John Cena, and it was Roman Reigns. So every single time you had one top guy, and I'm not saying you don't need a top guy. You have to have a top guy. You have to have somebody who's here yeah. that's driving the tickets, but you need at least three guys underneath that can sub in at any time. Yeah. And that's where they're in the position now, so Roman's gone. They built up nobody. Nobody. So Give it back to Lester, no one wants that. Oh, man, that made me so mad. I literally went, are you fucking for real? You should have gave, gave it to Balor right there. Balor, uh, Braun at that point, if they would have gave it to Braun at that point. At that point, okay. At that point, at that point they would have yeah. been like, yes, fucking right. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, he doesn't have to hold it to Mania. It could have been a st- he could have been a, just right. a quick Right, because then he could have did the whole David and Goliath thing still with. Buffalo. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, sorry to get on a little bit of a wrestling rant, but I had to get this out because it was going to consume me. It makes me mad when they do this shit. So, Rumble is coming up. Rumble's coming it's up. It's going to be gone by the time people watch this. Yep. But just to see how right you were, who's going to win the matches? You can watch this video later and see how right you yeah, were. Yeah, okay. Um, as far as the actual Rumble goes, yeah. male Rumble, I have a feeling... That it's either going to be Seth Rollins or it's going to be Drew McIntyre. Okay. Those are the two. And to be perfectly blunt, I love like 90% of this roster. Those are the two that I feel would actually drive ticket sales for WrestleMania. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the women's, I'm going to say Charlotte. I'm going to say Charlotte so? takes it. And they're because there's heavy talk of it being a triple. But would she would she take it though if they plan her with Ronda at WrestleMania? But the idea, the big story, the biggest one that I've heard so far, the most prevalent is that it's going to be triple threat: Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. Okay. Okay. Because they want Charlotte in the main event so badly, even though it's Becky Lynch's time. So Oscar, so that's going to be a non-title match. No, no, no. It's going to be a title match. It's going to be a title match. For which for the show? Raw title. Though. For the Raw title. Okay? But, I'll get to this. Okay? okay. So, Becky Lynch loses to Asuka. Not clean. She doesn't lose clean, but she loses to Asuka. And somehow gets away with, or they might even just do a dual winner. She loses to Asuka, enters into the Royal Rumble at like 30. The place erupts. Right. Double yeah. double thing. Yeah. Then Vince comes out, done that blows his quads again, yeah. sits down, tells him to restart the match, but they actually can't. They have to actually wrestle, but they can't find a conclusive winner. There's ways that they can do this, right? Hell, you can even pull on Austin. Have Lynch eliminated, but the refs don't see it. Ever come right back in and win it, and they are like, technically you won it, but you can't because you already, you're eliminated. <laughs> you can do that one. You do that one. There's ways around it, but ultimately, I think they're gonna they're building towards a triple threat. If they don't, then and they go with Lynch, then it's Lynch loses to Oscar. Doesn't matter. It dirty, like just dirty. Someone does a run in, fucks with Oscar, fucks everything up. Lynch loses, enters in the Rumble, wins it, goes to WrestleMania. Okay. Um. But that's already now I've told you who I think is going to beat. Like, who's going to win between Ronda and Sasha Banks? Mm-hmm. Ronda's going to win. It is going to be the hardest test for Ronda to date because she's not wrestling Nia Jax or Alexa Bliss. She's wrestling, like, 
no offense to Alexa Bliss, but Sasha Banks is way better wrestler than Alexa Bliss. And I like Alexa Bliss. I'm a huge fan of her work. Mm-hmm. But And she's gotten way better since she got to NXT. Because when she got called up, I was like, oh, that's too soon. That's too soon. Yeah. However, she worked it, got better. Same with Carmella. Carmella took a little longer. But Sasha Banks, I think that match is going to be really good. I don't think it's going to be the match of the night. It'll depend on... It'll actually depend on Sasha Banks. Because while she's really good... She might not have her head in the game, and she might be a. It might be a bit of a botch fest. Ah, okay. Because I've noticed that Banks is a little. She's not. Not the greatest at carrying somebody. Ronda doesn't need to be carried a lot. She's really. It was Banks that hurt Paige, right? That took her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That that one there. I've seen the clip plenty of times. That just that was just the thing. Just it just happened. Yeah. It could have happened to anyone. It just so happened that it was Paige who was so soon coming back from that injury. Okay? Um, but Banks can be a little sloppy. And I can say that because I've wrestled zero matches, so I'm an expert. Absolutely. I'm an expert. Hey, we had a couple good matches back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are more like <laughs> UFC fights, though. Yeah. Those are more like, They're brutal. Like 92, circa 92 UFC fights where yeah. you have this super heavyweight, this fucking... Cruiserweight ninja, and it's just like, <laughs> but anyway. So Banks, <clears throat> Banks loses. Hopefully, it's a really good match. Hopefully, she looks good in defeat. I have a feeling that that's how they're going to book it. I like Ronda's not going to steamroll her, mm-hmm. and she shouldn't. But it'll be a good competitive match. Uh, what else is there? Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Rusev retains. Okay. Rusev retains. It'll be a definitive victory on Rusev's part. No chicanery. Good word. Uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Shinsuke will fall a little bit further down the card. But even as the title holder, they weren't really pushing him that much anyway. So. No. No. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we have? They may do... Uh, I'm only going to count the Rumble, so that's about. that's all I can think of at the yeah, I can't. What's happening with the IC? Is uh, Ambrose fighting him? He's got the IC right now. Is it Ambrose? Oh, though? no. No? Um, Bobby Lashley's got the IC belt. Oh, I didn't even realize Ambrose lost Raw. it. On Raw. Yeah, it was a triple threat. I like losing the title on Raw. Ambrose ver- Oh, that's part of the shakeup. <laughs> Anything <laughs> can happen part now. of the plan. Anything can happen now. Uh, well, it took a little while, but Lashley's been working this gimmick where... He's got a mouthpiece, Leo Rush, who comes out and says his name, like Lashley a lot of times, and just basically talks him up. Works really well. It's getting people to boo the fuck out of Lashley. Oh, so he's a Paul Heyman. Yeah, but like annoying. Annoying Paul Paul Heyman, I realized uh, when I was watching a clip the other day, is starting to look a lot like Paul Bearer. He is kind of. He is kind of, but... He's some white makeup away from... But that is still, he is still one of the best promos right now. Oh, God, yeah. Like, they had a line on Raw where Vince was doing this long-winded story about David and Goliath. Yes, I saw that one. And then I fast-forwarded a bit of it. Yeah, and, and he says it going. to, uh, he goes uh, he goes to Paul Heyman, he goes, uh, you're familiar with David and Goliath, right? And Paul Heyman goes, no, I don't. I never read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I, I bet you that, that was just off the cuff. Like, oh, Vince yeah. said it, Yeah. didn't know what he was going to answer back with and Paul went well I've never read the Bible and I was like oh that's golden that is golden to give you a perspective I watched Smackdown start to finish 
I very rarely fast forward SmackDown. Very rarely. I fast forward 90% of Raw. Ooh, 90 is a big number. 90 is a huge number. That's a really big number. I will consistently fluctuate between 70 and 90 that I'm fast forwarding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if I see Baron Corbin, fast forward. Yep. Even if he's talking with a guy I like, I fast forward it because he has such a heat vacuum. I can't stand it. I yep. can't stand it. I'm still talking about wrestling because I can't. Fly. So I'm, I'm like, I'm still unhappy with it. I can't get over how much I'm like growing to be that guy that watches it just to watch it. SmackDown, I'm all over. Two hours, shorter runtime. I love Becky Lynch. I, I begrudge. Like I like Charlotte. I just yeah. don't like what they're doing with her. Yeah. Make her a clear cut heel. You know, because when she was the heel, the the queen uh, with the title, and you couldn't beat her, she, like, it was one of those things where, yeah, I know that they make her adopt her dad's mannerisms, mm -hmm. but when she was the heel and she was beating people, for the most part, cleanly, sometimes I think, like, as a heel, if you're beating people cleanly, most of the time, you don't have to do it all the time, mm -hmm. it's worse. It's worse when you've got the guy that goes, no, nah, man, you're a loser. You're a Fucking loser. I'm the best. Look at me. I look great. I smell great. I'm the best wrestler in the world. Nobody can beat me. And then you're a loser. You smell whatever the fuck. And then I beat you clean? I'm As a fan, you're like, oh, I hate that guy. I hate that guy. I want that guy to lose. Then when you get the guy that he can't beat cleanly and he cheats, you hate him even more because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, you fucking asshole. You cheated. Remember that? Remember when Kim and you hated the heel? Oh, yeah. You fucking hated the heel? That was, uh, yep, my entire childhood. I mean, well, I mean. It wasn't until you got older and you started looking at wrestling with a discernible with, eye. With, with, yeah, because. Once you started, because you started to look at it and you no, said things like the. It, it was Triple H that did it for me. Where I really, for the first time ever, I, I was rooting for the heel all the time. Yes, actually, I have to agree because it was, it I remember. You want to play the game? and Even with was, NWO. Even NWO, I remember thinking, like, what the I, fuck I never cared for NWO. Like, I liked, I loved, like, I popped hard when I saw Diesel, Scott Hall, and uh, Hulk Hogan, to a degree. I, I still popped hard for yeah. it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is where these guys went? Yeah. This is crazy. And then immediately it was like, I don't really, I don't like this gang thing. And they, they come in, they beat the fuck out of everybody, and none of the good guys ever get any comeuppance uh, except for, like, DDP. Yeah. Although I was a huge fan. all the big fan. matches and in disqualifications. Yeah, with like 18 members strolling in, yeah. causing like bedlam, another good word, everywhere. Love that word. Yeah, it's a really good word, you know? And then, uh, and you're supposed to go like, oh, like eventually you just go, okay, but the good guys suck. Mm -hmm. The good guys suck because these cool heels are running roughshod all over everybody. Austin, when, or uh, no, DX, when it was just a... Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like because I was still in that good guy, bad guy. You're right. Exactly. Triple H, when he changed, when he uh, he got his hair trimmed, because mm -hmm. he didn't cut it all the way. No, but he cut it kind cut of it just here. like. Yep. And even when he was wearing that fucking chain mesh vest shirt thing, mask, the like, skull mask was way later. Yeah, I know, but still. That's another example so, of. The chain mask. Yeah, the chain mask. I remember when he came out with the chain mask, but when he came out, he had the, the, the fucking machine, or uh, not machine head, but. Uh, Motorhead. Yeah. Came out to Motorhead, and it was like, time to play the game. 
Well, that's when he's when he's the first one. The first, the it's first my one. It's my time. I forgot how much I love that song. That song is amazing. When he switched to the Motorhead, though, I was just like, "Whoa!" Oh, you're the boom boom. Yeah. And just like oh. time to play the game. I got chills. Like, I got, I literally got chills every time it came on. I was in high the school. Let me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I was in high school. Everyone was wearing the Austin 316s and the Rock says and all that. I'm rocking my Game Over shirt. Exactly. Fuck, this is where it's at. Like, I loved Austin. I thought yeah. Austin was awesome. I was a huge fan of The Rock for a while until yep. he got really pushed. And I remember going like, ugh. Yeah. But Triple H was my guy. I remember that was the first time that I rooted for a heel. And then I never looked back after because mm-hmm. I started to appreciate the heels more. Like, even heel Bret Hart, when you look back at it, and he's like that last run of the Hart Foundation, yep. heel Bret Hart was golden. <sighs> Oof. Golden, but then I still wasn't really rooting for him because then Austin was the big guy. I it would. Like, I was always going with the faces, and I love Bret Hart. I still, I was, I was still rooting for him because he was doing the heel gimmick, uh, Canadian heel gimmick. Yeah, that's what it was. Because in the states, he was. I hate everybody here. But then in Canada, he was a baby face. You know what I think it was? I think it was uh, my dislike of Brian Pillman that kind of ruined that whole thing. And I never had a problem with Brian. Because he was always around. I never had a problem with Brian Pillman. Although I never watched any of his shit, like. Uh, stuff I saw was the glimpses that he did before he uh, before he passed away. Yeah, I well, it wasn't until later that I started to watch his wrestling and stuff, and I was like, okay, now I can kind of see why people were like, yeah, this Brian Pillman guy. And then his uh, his crazy gimmick is hilarious. Yeah. Like he gets Eric Bischoff to let him out of his contract so that he could work for WWE. <laughs> I was like, this is this is so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, so ultimately, those are my picks. Uh, I, I want wrestling to get better. Yeah. I want wrestling to get better. Uh, I I'm, do I'm, feel... I'm honestly, I'm psyched for AEW. I, but that's the thing. So I got, I got I this feel like, good feeling about it. I feel and like I mean, they got more money AEW. behind them than the McMahons. Hmm? They got more money than the McMahons. But that's the thing. I feel like AEW yeah. is between AEW and New Japan, especially because of Chris Jericho and the fact that Shinsuke, Finn, and AJ can all go back there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, there's other guys that could go there in a heartbeat. Like Andrade could go, because that guy could fucking wrestle. And they don't know what they have with him. Seriously have no idea what they have with him. But he can go to AEW. Mm-hmm. You know? If AEW, even if it goes for four years, that's going to put a serious dent in WWE. Uh, this is the first time since WCW that they have real competition. Yeah, exactly. Like right, and T- it's not TNA just was, it's not just TNA one company. Card. That's the best part. It's not yeah. just one company because now yeah. New Japan is at a point. It's at a level where people go, huh? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. New Japan, but like I mean, like AEW, on American soil. American soil. No, you're right. This is the first time. Like TNA wasn't. New Japan I mean, is New Japan is big in the states. Yeah, but it's not as big. It doesn't have the potential to be as big as AEW because there's Americans or white guys wrestling in AEW. That's... There's not a lot of Japanese-speaking Japanese wrestlers in AEW. Yes. And I know that that's always going to fuck people up because Mm -hmm. uh, American wrestlers or Western wrestling fans want promos and they want character work. They can't have a guy just just like Michael Jackson and knee the fuck out of people and go, yeah, that's cool. They just go, why can't you cut a promo? Yeah. (laughs) But I'd rather... Not cut a promo, then listen to a horrible English. 
Yeah. Oh, butchered English. Like they make Oscar talk. I a love Oscar, but when she starts talking, I'm just like, oh. Have her cut all her promos in Japanese mm. and yeah. scream because that be sounds so scary. Great. But she does that like, I'm like, I don't even want to go. She just go TV. all Japanese and then maybe just like wrap it with like in English, just so people are like, just oh, just that's leave where. It, leave okay. it with nobody's ready for Oscar. Yeah. That's it. That's the only English you should ever say. Yeah. You know, I hate when they sit there and go, okay, here's a 10-minute promo from Oscar. And I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? If you really want to have a mouthpiece, like make her talk, have someone talk for exactly. her. Exactly. Have yeah. someone speak for her. Really, there's no women with managers, is there? That's a tough one, though. Although I think it would be kind of interesting if you had a woman wrestler with a male. With a male? <laughs> with a male, a melee. Yeah. Melee or whatever the fuck the, or valet, I guess you could say. That, I think that'd be kind of interesting. That'd be cool. Anyway, let's put a pen on this wrestling talk. Okay, Thank you well, for hearing the rant. That I was a Geek Pants. That, that, Thank was, you. that was a Geek Pants camcast right there. That was a Geek Pants. <laughs> that was a wrestle rant on Geek Pants. Yeah. Chris's raw rant. Yeah, raw rant. Yeah, the raw rant. Spoke, yeah, because I, I spoke nothing but good things about SmackDown. Except for Andrade. They really mm. shouldn't do that shit to Andrade because the fucker can go. And they dropped his name. Yeah. Cien Almas. Almas Cien Andrade. Then they dropped it to Andrade. Nobody can say more than one uh, word at a time. No. <laughs> Still call Andrade. him John Cena, though. Andrade. I'll just call him John. Anyway. <laughs> I can't. I just, I had to get that out. I apologize. It's all right. I'm glad you got it out. You feel better now? I actually do feel kind yeah, of better. Because one of the guys that I talked to at work about this, David Petrash, he, he's the guy I tell you about every yeah. once in a while. He believes more than he believes is more real than fake. So, no. so it is kind of hard. Well, kudos to him. <laughs> it's that's like that's like though. the twenty year old walking around still believing in Santa. Okay, but here's the problem though. He subscribes to the Bleacher Report. Yeah. So he has the app for the Bleacher Report. So they actively talk about how this stuff is fake. Mm -hmm. But he'll still at some point go, "Hey, do you think he broke his arm for real?" No. He didn't. You wouldn't know if it was for real. Because they would be like, no, he really broke his arm. Yeah. In every, like the Bleacher Report that you read shortly after his arm was broken. Yeah. They would have said, legit broke arm. Yep. Out for X amount of time. You also wouldn't see him have a broken arm on this TV show. And I'm talking about Triple H, for instance. Broken arm on uh, Raw. Two weeks later, you wouldn't have him show up on NXT pay-per-view. Mm. Any other takeovers. Yep. No sling. <laughs> No cast <laughs> doing stuff like this if it was real. But that's so that's kind of the problem. So it's nice to just be able to spit it out and go. But the other thing, too, is that, like, I mean, like, I know we all like who we like or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I say stuff like, man, I can't get over how they cool the guy off, you'll immediately go, yeah, exactly. It's weird that they would do that. Mm -hmm. Especially because we grew up, they were building up guys so that the top guy could take him down. Which is fine, yeah. But they didn't take him down and then immediately fuck them over. Drop them, right? Take him down, throw him off the cliff. Yeah, exactly. Good luck climbing they that dropped mountain. Dropped him down, yeah. right? And then they kept him at the lower mid card, lower main event, high mid card. Yeah. And then just see how it happened there because you never know when you need to sub somebody out. Like I will say, as much as I dislike Hogan now, he never had an injury. He was never, the only time he was out was when he was like, contract negotiations. Mm -hmm. And he was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, he never did. Nope. Bret Hart's another one. He was always there. 
Bret Hart was another one. Shawn Michaels, aside from his back injury, you know. Yeah, that almost ended his, or, his career. Or the times he lost his smile. Those <laughs> phony bullshit injuries that he said so he wouldn't lose the title. <laughs> Those are the ones. Like when you were a kid, you're yeah. like, man, I can't believe that a bunch of Marines beat the fuck out of him, and that's why he's got to get rid of this title. You get older, and the internet hits, and you're like. Oh, you just didn't want to lose the title to Bret Hart? Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> was it he? He got stabbed. Remember that was the one he got stabbed in a nightclub and fainted. Oh, oh yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember and, like, that one. Mid mid sentence or whatever, you fainted because yeah. of that, and they're like, ah. Oh. He had a, a knee injury that uh, prevented him from dropping the title to Bret Hart. As soon as Bret Hart Sean. won the title, or whoever won the title in lieu of, because it was up for grabs, yep. vacated or whatever, he was fine. <laughs> he's back. You know, it's like, fuck, man. Like, he's a, he was a piece of shit. Yeah, well. You know, luckily for me, I can honestly say that. You brought them in money, though, so. I wasn't the hugest fan of Shawn Michaels when I was a kid. I was a Bret Hart kid. Between those two, I was a Bret Hart guy. Oh, yeah. I just never really, uh. When Shawn Michaels came back. I guess. I, at first I was like, ah, fuck it, because it's the same old bullshit. Yeah. Um, and there's still reports that it's the same bullshit, he just hides it better. I like Sean, you know, he put on a good show, but I was never a big fan. Later like, on, like, later, like I can tell you. I was Razor Ramon. I was rooting Razor Ramon. Oh, yeah. Well, I was in rooting Shawn Michaels. I can tell you right now, like, I, I can honestly say that, yes, he is one of the greatest of all time. Uh, but just like Ric Flair is one of the greatest of all time, mm -hmm. you know, Bret Hart, one of the greatest of all time. It's really hard to say who's the greatest of all time. You can't really say that. But it, if you want to talk numbers, Austin. Yeah. Austin for, for, made the most. Yeah. Yeah, I think between him and Hogan, Austin made the most money, period. Granted, we're talking a different era, because Hogan would show up every four pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Uh, rarely would do house shows, or if he did, you didn't hear about it much. Yeah. Uh, so he, and there was no weekly television show that he was on, so there was that aspect. But Austin, hands down, top draw. Which isn't surprising. It was electric. Yeah. Last time, the only other time I felt it was when Daniel Bryan was making his way up, and I remember just being like, "Holy fuck!" Like. It's one thing when you hear the crowd going nuts, but you can see that it's that it's piped in because you can see that not everyone is cheering their asses off. Mm -hmm. But then to see it, like everyone just doing yes in unison, and you're just like, oh my god, like this is it, like they've got it yeah. right here. And the first thing they do is, yeah, but he's not John Cena, he's not uh, Triple H, he's not Randy Orton. You're like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, strap it. Uh, those people in the crowd there are the ones that are giving you the money. You should be trying to make them happy. Instead of being the heel. I was trying to pinpoint this when WWF or WWE decided we're going to be a heel company. Yeah. And we're going to make people hate us. But at the same time, build it so that no star is bigger than us. <laughs> it's like, And I think that was, unless you're Roman Reigns. Hmm. You know, I mean, all the power to them for trying to make it happen. But it's like, I don't understand how... You had this happen organically. You had Daniel Bryan get over organically, and everything you tried to do to cool him backfired. But instead, you're just like, but Roman! <laughs> you know? 
I remember, I'll say this really quick and then we'll cut out, but I just, I remember, I read a report where Stephanie was alleged to have said that she didn't actually think, it was either her or Vince, but it could have been both. The, the neither one of them thought that Daniel Bryan himself was over. It was just the yes chant. The yes chant was over, not Daniel Bryan. So what did they do? They pushed Daniel Bryan down the card. Yep. They had the Big Show start to do the yes chant. Okay? And I remember the first time I saw it, I went... Because you read the report, and you go, okay, all right, whatever. And I remember watching that Raw, and they made sure, like, Daniel Bryan didn't do the yes chant. I don't even think he was on it very much, and if he was, it was like a quick, like he got laid out or something like that, right? And they had Big Show do the yes chant. And yes, people chanted, because this is infectious, right? Yep. Yes, they chanted. It was not on the level that Daniel Bryan was getting. You know? Like, you had the idiot cheap fans like, Yeah! Yeah! He's doing the thing that Daniel Bryan does! But the other fans were like, He's not fucking Daniel Bryan. I'm not putting up with this fucking shit. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, that is awesome. That is so awesome because it instantly, like in real time, you have, I would have loved to see the look on their faces when they're like, see, see, it, well, they're not all chanting. Maybe it is Daniel Bryan. <laughs> but it can't be because I'm... he's a vegan midget. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been the, the whole Austin what thing that would have made them think it was the yes. Because you still hear what from time to time. Fucking annoying. You still hear the. What? I hated that so much. What? Ah man. To this day, you'll still hear it in the crowd. Everybody. I hated that so. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Uh, one of my favorite things was yeah. uh, uh, Alexa Bliss. Actually, um, there's like within the first couple months of her roster call up, and they were doing the what what chant, and she just repeated herself. <laughs> <laughs> she she said her thing. What? Oh, you didn't hear me. Repeat herself. I think they said what one more time. She's like, I, I can do this again, or something along those lines. It's totally owned them. She's, they, they, they don't do what chants with her anymore. They don't do it as much now, but yeah, that fuck, I hated the what chant. It was funny for like a bit. The first bit, it was funny, and like even just finding out that the, the story behind it, the story behind it is actually hilarious, but the fact that it just became a huge thing that I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Like it, Five minute promo now becomes a twenty minute promo, but the best part is, is now Austin's not even on the show. And I start saying something. As soon as I pause, what you're like, fuck this. <laughs> but here's here's how it happened. So uh, Austin and Christian would call each other, and Austin, I guess, out of the blue, like he's bored or whatever, left a message and would say, "It's like, hey, uh, well, Jay is his real name, but yeah. he'd say, hey, Christian, I noticed you didn't pick up your phone. What?" I'm just trying to get you to pick up your phone. What? Hey, if you get this message, give me a call back. What? <laughs> so, of course, Christian would call back, get the answering machine, and be like, Yeah, I was just trying to get you on the phone. What? <laughs> and I think, actually, the first time he ever did it was when he was the commissioner, or whatever the hell the authority gimmick was, and Christian was in the ring. So I think the first time he ever did it was to Christian. 
which is a great story. It's just terrible that it led into an endearingly terrible fucking thing. A decade of what? Oh, my God. So, what? What? That was the Geek Pants Camcast. Mm -hmm. These pancakes are delicious.